Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Happy, what are we on? We're, on? we're on Thursday. That's right. What What day of the month are we on? I don't even know that. I think we're like on the 15th or 16th. We're on the 16th. Yesterday was the 15th. Payday for many of you yesterday. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Liberty. Uh, so I've been talking in my Twitter spaces. If you're not following me, please do it. Monica on air talk. I've been talking about, uh, life really relationships, kingdom, all of that. And so yesterday I was super inspired to read from this amazing book called Tim called, but written by Tim sheets rather, uh, titled planting the heavens. We are releasing the authority of the kingdom through your words, prayers, and declarations. So when you look around and you see how we've become occupied, and now there's evidence, you know, more more evidence, by the way, is going to continue to trickle out about the alliances and the compromise of the Biden family with regard to all sorts of geopolitical actors. And what you're going to see unfold in the future days is, is actually going to be very, it's fascinating to me because within this world of, oh, the tangled webs we weave in the fourth branch of government, what you find is a, is a interesting, intricate labyrinth of, um, espionage, blackmail, extortion, uh, you know, all of the things of the enemy's kingdom. And why is it of the enemy's kingdom? Well, because you're lying, you're stealing, you are um, shaming, falsely accusing in some instances, right? You're causing death, hell, and destruction. Now, all of that works whenever it comes down to taking out your respective geopolitical enemies, Right. And, and some of you are like, why do you keep saying we're occupied? I'm like, well, A, I know from a spiritual perspective, which is really where we should all begin, um, we are, in fact, in captivity. And we can have uh, spiritual reawakenings and revolutions and reconstructions and all of that. We can rebuild the temple in the middle of captivity. That's not, that's not a doomsday message. It's sobering. <laughs> and as I've, you know, as I've always instructed you to do over the past eight years of being on the air, you have to know where you are in, in relation to where you're going or where you want to go. What are your core, your current coordinates, right, as an individual and as a nation is, is more specifically what I'm referring to today. What are our coordinates? Where are we? Well, we are slap stack, just smack dab in the middle of an occupation. And we're occupied by some very interesting forces. All you got to do is look who holds our debt. So there's one, right? This is, this is a multifaceted occupation, You've got the fourth branch of government who is part of that, 
you know, my humble opinion, we are now living through a coup within a coup within a coup. (laughs) So, and I am able to still find joy because I know that the only reason why any of this is allowed to happen is because on a spiritual level, it has been sanctioned. And because good men and women who profess the truth and to have the truth do not stand on the truth. We don't. And this country, generally speaking, only involves itself when there's a a vested or special personal interest, whether that's oil, you know, whether it's diamonds, it's minerals, it's, you know, minerals, water, you know, all all of those things, how how can people capitalize, right? So it's the pride of life, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, greed, you know, all of that, which has nothing to do with Yahweh's kingdom, not even a little bit. But we are to expect it because we're all part of the fallen nature, right? So so we are at odds with our flesh, always. But if we believe what we pray, which is thy will be done, thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, how is it done in heaven? I mean, what what goes on in heaven? When the word instructs you to confess your sins, to confess your faults, right? So that because he is faithful and he is just, that word just is a legal term in the spirit realm, which means that justice has been executed. And what does that mean? That as you confess your faults, right? And you've got this eternal accuser in the sky that in the spirit realm that accuses the brethren day and night, right? Well, you also have an amazing defense attorney in the way of Christ Joshua. And so if you're, if you're, if you are accused of doing something and you have in fact done the thing that you are being accused of, there is a remedy for that in spiritual terms. It's called admitting it. <laughs> so that is ground zero for, uh, for adjudication and, and for exoneration. Ground zero, right? And so, when you look around at that, what does all this have to do with the geopolitical landscape? Well, a lot, because had we not abdicated as a nation and become apathetic and gluttonous and bloated with all of our freedom, with all of our, you know, economic, my gosh, I, I you know, listen, I was raised going to grocery stores in Germany as a kid and um, in, in churches that were always empty. So that this, this is nothing new that the Catholic church has, you know, evidently lost its mind in, in Germany with regard to what they're willing to adhere to. Um, however, so these are not the dark ages, uh, you know, revisited. I, I don't know that Germany's ever emerged from a dark age. To be honest with you, since I was a very little girl, th- those cathedrals were empty. Empty. And as the elderly, like my, my Oma has died out, they're very empty to this day, and now we see that it's taking a turn for reprobation, but I digress. Um, but as we see, you know, Europe in a dark age and, and, and just this lack of enlightenment, if you will, as it pertains to freedom, actual freedom and making declarations in the heavenlies and how things actually flash out here, right? 
that 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 is that's nothing new. But when you're looking at what is happening on a geopolitical level, um, <laughs> you begin to understand that if this country was as interested in freedom as we purport to be, um, you know, on mass, and, and believe me, I, I by no means uh, am suggesting that everyone within the military-industrial complex uh, or the fourth branch of government is not interested in maintaining uh, a sovereign and, and free nation, because that, that is not what I'm suggesting at all. But, but what I would submit to you is that it is very evident that there are the powers that be who have been running roughshod on this nation for a very long time. And they have done that by virtue of uh, aligning with the lust of others, what does the word say that we're carried away because of our lust? Most people, you know, most people are so one-dimensional that they stop at like Pornhub, right? Whenever it comes to lust, that that's that's as, about as deep of a bowl of soup as the American mind can, that our colonial mind can go, right? It's it's always sex, always. But I want to encourage you to spread out just a little bit wider and deeper as it relates to the human condition. Right, lusting for power, lusting for control. Think about the dynamic of your own marriages. Right, you you have that within your own household, and so if everything begins in your own mirror, as I suggest at the end of every show, then what does that say for your school boards, for your county election boards, for your state legislatures? Right, because if you can't even get it together in your own family, how do you expect that's going to translate into the political landscape, much less the geopolitical landscape? I mean, you just become very susceptible. You become prey to the powers that be, who are in fact um, governed by the lust of their own flesh, and whose kingdom is that? Well, certainly not the kingdom of light, love, and liberty, <laughs> or life, love, and liberty. So it's just not. But here we are. So we're in this dispensation, and we are, in fact, occupied. And what you're going to see emerge, I believe, over the next, oh, I don't know, six months, certainly through the 24 cycle, uh, election cycle, what you're going to see is just more and more trickling out of thing of information that we just so happen to dig up, more, quote, breaking news, right? All, all the broken news, it's totally broken, and it's already, some of us have been breaking it for three years, and nobody was willing to listen or ready. And so, you know, that's that's part of the burden that we bear as uh, seers and gate in, in gatekeepers, if you will, of um, watchmen rather, uh, you know, gatekeepers of information and watchmen on the wall. You see things coming spiritually before they ever get here, and most people think you're nuts because they're like, "What?" And even whenever it's happening, people think that because they can't see it, their eyes are closed, their ears are closed, their hearts are hardened. And their perceptions completely skewed and off. And perception, as we all know, is 1,000% what? Reality. So now we have all this breaking news coming out every day on my Twitter feed about the Biden family and their Chinese uh, company and their law firm and money and $3 million. And blah, 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 blah. and then what? And then you got to love the digital flying monkeys because what they'll tell you is that, all oh, that's just a distraction. I'm like, no, it's not. It is literally the greatest setup ever. 
So the coup within the coup within the coup is now becoming, you know, it, it, it is doing what it does. It's doing what it does. It creates, it aligns with people who are compromised. And this is why we're not supposed to gloat. You ready? Even though I may or may not have felt like I was taking a sip of, you know, Kermit the Frog's tea or coffee cup or a nice glass of wine. Uh, Whenever I saw the breaking news of the latest scandal of the Biden regime, uh, you know, with the the CCP and Chinese companies and blah, 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 blah. So everybody's freaking out about what's going on in Ukraine. It's all very simple. It's very easy to connect these dots. You know, I mean, you don't even have to turn on the news and listen to any form of disinformation or misinformation. It's really simple. And and some of us have been trying to tell you. And what's funny to me now is I'm like, eh, whatever. If you receive it, cool. If you don't, I'm cool with that too. I have plenty of other work to do that involves, you know, um, keeping families intact, getting them back on track, individuals setting the captives free, uh, you know, with truth and, and with information um, that, that uh, and really setting the captives free, beginning your own mind in your own heart through the washing of the water of the word, to be honest with you, this is nothing new. Like I haven't created some new thing. (laughs) There's nothing new under the sun, but it's me. And there's only one me. And so I was born for such a time as this. And so were you. And so it's no coinkadink that you're here in the middle of this Ukraine madness, uh, watching our currency completely implode, uh, the economic upheaval and the great global reset, which we've been told for years is coming, and here it is upon us. And most people are like, eh, I'm going to wait it out. I know that my portfolio is 45% down, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to wait it out because 2008. And because you trust your portfolio managers who make a living based on whether or not you cash in, Right? And they have a vested interest in not being 1,000% honest with you. And some of those guys don't even know. They listen to Kramer, for gosh sakes, so they don't even know what they're talking about. But you guys are willing to put your entire life savings and your Roth IRAs and your 401ks in the hands of people who are just as corrupt in some instances as your government. And then you wonder why you wake up to uh, bankrupted uh, um Bitcoin, uh, crypto companies. I mean, and I'm just going to tell you what I said in a space last night. Uh, I really hope and pray that you all will have mercy upon each other as spouses. Uh, I've been getting messages from people who are flipped out because they lost almost everything in uh, a bankrupted coin. Yep. And so uh, some of us have been telling you for years, get out. Get out of that type of currency because it's not what you think it is, right? But that's cool. I mean, you you learn. We all learn, right? So I'm not I'm not gloating over your um, financial ruin, nor am I gloating over President Biden and the alleged President Biden, uh, the installed selected President Biden and Kamala Harris, um, who is a complete you know international just traumatic embarrassment anytime I see her attempt to explain anything or articulate anything. It just, it makes me cringe for her. I mean, she is like the Democrat version of Sarah Palin on crack and y'all are going to have to forgive me. I know y'all think Sarah's hot and she's smart and she is, she's a smart lady and she is very attractive. Um, but she was not equipped for that race. (laughs) 
And there's a reason why they chose someone who would just keep repeating Maverick for the, you know, for the entire duration of that God awful campaign. And here we are. So that was, that lead balloon was never getting off the ground, not in this lifetime or John McCain's just torrent career. And so, yeah, so I, I watched Kamala and here's the thing. So none of us, I try not to gloat because here's what I realize. We all have stuff that the digital flying monkeys are watching everything we do and have for my, basically my entire generation, my entire lifetime. I mean, I've been a part of this planet for one of my 52 years now. And for basically my whole life, um, you know, we have been surveilled and monitored and, and stalked digitally, uh, you know, captured. Our data has been captured. Our souls have been captured uh, by, you know, some folks, while, while some of, you know, that some of the technology, a lot of the technology, to be quite honest with you, is it should be here to serve us and, and actually make us more productive. Right. And productivity is a godly thing. It sure beats, you know, fascism or communism, which is where we are now. But, and we haven't even seen the beginning of that or the industrialized age that we're about to hit. I mean, some of you have no idea what's coming. And you, you're worried about, you know, CBDCs, whatever the, the, the digital currency, which you should be, you should pay attention to that for sure. But we have way bigger fish to fry on local levels, uh, regarding, um, industry. And, you know, as industry goes, there goes your dependency and, uh, independence, see rather your sovereignty, right? And being independent is, uh, is the, is the plumb line. You know, being independent uh, of others to to depend and rely upon your own resources. And our greatest resource and our greatest capital in this country is you. I've said that to you forever. It is you. Our greatest resource uh, is each other. The Japanese have at least figured that out, right? But we have not. And so what do we do? We allow the cyber monkeys who have been trained how to stalk us and otherwise use our Fallen nature against us. And up to this point, you know, until like deep fakes and whatnot, people have been able to get along well with blackmail. And situations have been set up against others to be blackmailed. And then you're basically, you know, held hostage of of the fourth branch. And you will be, you are now officially a pawn. You now are officially a scapegoat. And, and if you understand that dynamic, you understand from whose kingdom that comes, then you are able to better prepare and fortify your mind, your will, and your emotions, otherwise known as your soul, uh, to ensure that unless someone just blatantly uh, falsely accuses you, creates some video that is not you, takes a snapshot of your face that is not you, um, you know, doctors something audibly or digitally that is not you to make you look guilty um, or, or otherwise, you know, we call that framing, right? Um, you, you are just as susceptible as Joe Biden. And he is uh, in the process of imploding. And so is Kamala Harris, as far as I'm concerned. The whole regime is is on its way into the flush bowl. 
of the powers that be that have their hand on the plunger. So don't all that to say, don't be surprised in the coming days whenever you see more things emerge where you're like, oh my gosh, you guys are so tempted. Like we're so easy. My late pastor used to say that, you know, about how Satan looks at us as, as, as our father's children. And we're just so easy because we're so predictable because human nature really is predictable. And within certain conditions, you predictability is exactly that. There's a reason we've been able to create actuary science <laughs> and practice it, right, down to a decimal point. And that there's a reason why we can clinically assess and, and, and algorithmically uh, decide what the outcome of a particular situation, depending upon the demographic of those said people, um, is going to be. And I'm here to tell you that the number one thing that mm, kind of janks around with those algorithms are a group of people who are rooted in inerrant truth in their mind, their will, and their emotions. Because a sober body of people who under who are who are who are boy, this is going to be a word that's going to trigger some of you. The sober-minded people who are obedient, who are capable of self-discipline, whenever it comes to coloring within the lines of of a spiritual existence, saying "Amen" instead of "Yeah, but," right? A body of people who are capable of doing that um, ultimately rule and reign in any said environment, which is what this book is about, planting the heavens with your declarations, right? But your declarations mean nothing if they're not uh, wrapped in and completely insulated in a life that is always in pursuit of righteousness. If you're not a perpetual student of righteousness and you're not being discipled as such, you will also become fodder for this world's system. And we're going to have to learn how to operate in captivity. And we have plenty of people, go back to Judges. Go back to your entire Old Testament. We have plenty of instances. And whether you see it as metaphorically or not, you're about to find out that there's nothing metaphoric about it as you move into captivity as a United States citizen, uh, whether it be through you know uh, multiple levels of occupation, whether that's financial, um, spiritual, uh, it's uh, medically, it's policy, um, technologically, all, all of those, in all of our institutions academically, right? So occupation means a lot of things. Captivity means a lot of things. It's not just one. It's not like we see the CCP on every street corner yet, right? But the ideologues and the policy wonks and, you know, the ESG freaks who worship the planet instead of the one who created the planet, right? All of that. I drove through South Georgia just last week and I wanted to throw up. I just, it makes me sick to my stomach. I'm not kidding. I see farms of solar panels and it took me a minute to figure out what they were. Cause I was like, Oh, what are those? And you know, and usually I'm a Georgia girl. I'm a peach. I drive through, you know, South Georgia. And I'm used to seeing things like cotton. Now you can't even say cotton in South Georgia in the same sentence without BLM, you know, waging war against you and your neighbors, whatever. But it is what it is, you know, forgive the past. And let's keep moving. But, um, Yeah. 
solar panels, hundreds of acres of them. It's gross. It reminds me of the Matrix whenever all of those babies are in those artificial wombs with those, with those, you know, pipes and stuff sticking to them and they're artificially, artificial umbilical cords and artificial uh, fluid. And I mean, that's what that reminds me of. And some people are like, oh, you're so dramatic. What's wrong with solar energy? Nothing's wrong with solar energy. What's wrong with nuclear energy? What's wrong with the energy we have now? I mean, and then what happens whenever people uh, learn how to, quote, harness the sun, which you can, in fact, harness the weather patterns. <laughs> so, I mean, that's not spooky stuff. It's not, uh, it's not CERN, you know. Some people are like, oh, CERN's messing with the other side. No, we bring in the other side with every decision we make that goes against the inerrant truth of life, love, and liberty. You don't need CERN to open portals. You have Hollywood for that. You have the music industry for that. You have bitterness, unforgiveness, envy, jealousy, strife, greed, lust, pride. That opens portals. You don't need CERN. We open portals because we are first spiritual beings. And you don't have to be a Christian to believe that. Matter of fact, most Christians don't. Because I have no idea what I'm talking about. And if you would like to learn more about that, you are welcome to join us. Uh, my small group and I will be beginning next Monday, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a WebEx call. Uh, but you'll need to sign up before then because our curriculum begins uh, on your own time and your own dime. Uh, you can use uh, code THIRST, T-H-I-R-S-T, my ministry name, THIRST, uh, for 30% off the curriculum at restoredcoaching.org, Restored coaching.org and we will be we're embarking on an eight-week program um, that's going to really drop the scales from a lot of eyes you don't necessarily have to be a christian to take the course but it would probably behoove you so we're going to do that together we will have the um, the author and facilitator will be on with us every morning morning every monday morning at 7 a.m Eastern Standard Time on my WebEx. So you'll need to email me if you have, in fact, signed up. And then I will uh, provide you entrance into our WebEx. And uh, and you're welcome to join the conversation. If you have questions, that'll be a time for Q&A Monday mornings. Um, and, you know, we go for however long. If you got to drop off to go to work, we get it. If you cannot communicate because you are at work or you're in the car, or you have a crazy husband or wife and they don't understand what you're doing, that's fine too. Uh, you're welcome to just, you know, put things in the chat or send things via email to me at Monica at MonicaMatthews.com. And that is spelled with two T's. So back to everything that we see unfolding right now. You know, don't be surprised by the other things that you see coming forward. Right? And guard your hearts above all things, not only because they're deceptive, but because, and I believe they're so deceptive and they're wicked because we don't ever reconcile our accounts. We don't know how to create. We're also admonished to create in ourselves and to rely upon. We are called to clean up our act, right? But we're also called upon to call upon our helper, our Father, Son, Holy Ghost, to uh, create in us a clean heart. And when you pray that prayer, you better be ready because help is on the way. And when you start cleaning out your heart, boy, you start, you think it's pollen season? 
you think the mold gets stirred up, you know, under crops and, and I live in Georgia with red clay. Every time it rains, like we have all kinds of mold and just yuck that gets stirred under the leaves and the red clay and all of that mess. And boy, you, all you got to do to have that happen in your life, in your soul life, in your actual everyday life is pray the prayer. Please create in me a clean heart, Father. Yep. Good luck with that one. So it's good. It's good. But I'm just going to tell you, you will end up in a spiritual furnace. So be ready. But it's worth it because all the stuff that is not holy that would cause you to be compromised, that will continue to cost you the health of your mind, your will, emotions, and your body, the health of your bank account, the health of your relationships, holding on to all of that crap is doing what for you exactly? So you may as well just jump on in the furnace and let your Heavenly Father burn that stuff out. Proverbially speaking, for those of you who have, you know, whatever. So, yeah, man, it's time to be like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. Abednego, right? And uh, they were thrown in the fiery furnace that was heated like seven times hotter than it was supposed to be because they wouldn't bow down to the golden whatever dog or whatever shape the, uh, you know, Nebuchadnezzar decided to take all the gold. And, uh, that, you know, he was installed, by the way, by our Heavenly Father. So I'm telling you, installations of leaders do not start with the CIA. And those of you who are within the CIA who listen to my show, that might be a newsflash for you, but it does not begin with you, my dears. It begins above you because all of us answer to someone, every last one of us. So for those of you who believe that, you know, at the top of the dog pile or is the Central Intelligence Agency, um, it, that may be true within earthly structures. And so be it. But that is not true within the spiritual structure, right? And so you're either going to be stuck down here in your flesh having to contend with all types of occupation and um, and in captivity of, of every kind, or you're finally going to start doing what this book implores us to do, which is plant the heavens with your declarations because whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. If you're going to set the captives free, you have to start in your own mirror. You have to receive your own liberation. From above, right? This is why you have political prisoners. This is why you have religious persecution across the globe. There's a reason that Orthodox Orthodoxy and Orthodox Christians, Russian Orthodox Christians are being slaughtered right now, and other Orthodox Christians and other Christians in general are being slaughtered across the globe. We just don't hear about it in our country uh, because it hasn't really come to our door yet, but it's coming. It's on its way because that's how religious persecution works. And so that's why we see that happening. Because you have you have powers that be um, exercising their power and good people who profess to uh, to worship a holy father of liberation does not understand the power of their words. And so I cannot stress enough this book. It doesn't mean the persecution won't come. It doesn't mean that they won't gather against you. But like in Isaiah 54, it will not have come through our Father, and no weapon formed against you will prosper. So we're in a really interesting time. And you know, as I said in that space yesterday, 
and it was pretty powerful. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, I've been receiving a lot of DMs from folks who are just like, whoa, I'm starting to do the reconciliation of my losses, Monica, and I'm feeling just kind of overwhelmed. And what's happening is because you're not going in order and, and you lack somewhat understanding in that, the enemy comes alongside you as you go to reconcile your accounts and he accuses you in your reconciliation process. And what do I mean by reconciling accounts? Well, sitting down with your losses and actually counting them as losses because that's what they are. For instance, let's just say that you went through a divorce because many of you have, right? Or your parents went through. Let's go back. Let's let's say that you went through, your parents went through a divorce and you were two, right? Well, because of the breakdown of that family, there were things that were lost. Your family unit, your fellowship, your safety, your, um, you know, your family going to bed together, you know, at night, your mom and dad. Um, and, and what, how, and what about those losses? What, what did that say that your dad wasn't in the house? What did that say to you that you had to go be apart from your mommy to go be with daddy and his, who knows what, you know, or to, uh, live with brothers and sisters who were just angry all the time because of the divorce, because they were older than you and they remember having daddy in the house. Some of you have lost your parents before you ever got here, right? And you've never really reconciled that loss. What what did that loss mean to your life? Well, it meant that on some level, my daughter can relate, she always felt like her father abandoned her even though he died, right? And so what happens in that? There's a grief. There's a loss. People call it trauma. I call them door points. I call them trauma uh, loss door points, more specifically. The trauma, I think, is, you know, that's a psychobabble term, and I'm fine with that. Um, and I don't mean to offend you by, by saying that. That is a psychology. That is a medical term. But if you break it down in its purest form, as this wonderful pastor in South Georgia reminded me of, just recently, all traumas involve loss. So what about it? What do you do with that loss? Loss of peace, loss of joy, loss of safety, loss of hope, loss of dreams, loss of companionship, loss of fatherhood, loss of motherhood, right? Loss of teaching, loss of discipline, loss of relationship, connection. Those are all losses to be reconciled. And so that's in one column, right? And then, and then what do you do? If you're a Christian, hopefully you take the blood of Christ and the broken body and you fellowship with that and bring it over into that loss and cover all of those losses with the blood of Christ. And then also it's important to reconcile what was that loss according to Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You know, we can grieve the Holy Spirit. Our Father is jealous and he mourns for us. He's fervent in his pursuit of us. He hates our enemies more than we do, and that means Ephesians 6 and 12 type enemies. He loves the entire world so much, the entire world, the entire world, not just Christians, so much that he gave his only begotten son, parted with himself to take on all of our stuff in order to buy us back, to redeem us and to draw us unto himself. So you don't think it grieves your father and the son and the Holy Ghost, who we already know grieves, who we can quench. You don't think they're grieved because of your mom and dad's divorce and all the losses that you suffered because of it? 
And see, when you start healing on that level and it becomes that comprehensive and you take your power back and you decide to apply your actual power, which is not your feelings, it's not your will, it's not your might, it's not your emotions, it's not a bunch of psychological terms, it's not a lobotomy, it's none of that. It is you making a willful choice by faith to declare and decree and to bind into loose healing over your own life and your own generations in repenting for things that need to be forgiven of yourself and of others and inviting your creator, his son, his redemption, and his Holy Spirit who ultimately um, executes the will of the Father through us in this earth, with or without us actually, but primarily through us. All of that reconciliation, man, you're going to be set free. And it doesn't matter who occupies the territory because you're still going or who's who holds you captive because you're still living free. And that is life more abundant. So you don't have to get stuck in the process and just be mindful that you do have an enemy who will in fact come alongside you and stop up the process with all kinds of yeah, buts and this is stupid and I'm a dude and who cares? And this is retarded and I'm really Monica and I don't want to go back and dig up all this stuff. And, and you do it just a little bit at a time. I'm not suggesting that you put out the entire family dynasty of sins, um, you know, on your kitchen table and try to work it all out. No, be cool. Be calm, be patient, be sober. Good grief. You don't have to be hysterical about your own healing. But you do, it is time we grow up, folks, as a nation and as a body. And the only reason why we're led around to the extent that we are now is because we abdicated our authority because we never knew we had it. So now you know. So there. Amen. And that's really all I came to say today. And uh, yeah, so I love you all. Speaking of your 401ks and your Roth IRAs, you know where to go. Go right now. Do not delay. MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. Yes, you can spot purchase there. We do have bullion. I'm going to encourage you to go with premium. Uh, Those are things that will offset some of the uh, IRS uh, implications. If you are utilizing funds from different sources in order to purchase bullion, I'm going to encourage you to uh, go with premium. And uh, as opposed to like a base uh, purchase, please hedge your finances right now. Whether you're in Bank of America and you feel like you're going to be safe, it doesn't matter. We are going to a digital currency. And when that happens, you are probably going to need something in the interim in the event of a total collapse of the U.S. dollar, which I believe will ultimately uh, rebound, but it will rebound in a very different way than what we think And so please do yourself a favor and hedge. Some of you are right there on the eve of retirement and you're getting caught up in this entire reset and you're not going to have 10 years to recover. This is not 2008. I'm just telling you, it is not. Everyone knows it. Anyone who's a decent, honest human being in the financial services industry, and I'm not one of those, by the way, this is not financial advice. This is me. Monica, if I had a Roth IRA, if I had a 401k account, and I do have savings, but all of that, right, all of that, I would be moving that over into uh, precious metals, primarily for its intrinsic value. And because if you pay attention to BRICS, which is Brazil, Russia, India, China, 
in South America. If you pay attention to what those guys are up to with regard to their currencies and the petrodollar itself, you will see what I'm telling you is true. And you're going to go through a season of upheaval, upheaval in this country where right here at the eve of this industrial ice age, and you don't want to be the person in the bread line begging and borrowing and stealing for bread and soup. And the transition is going to be rough for some people. So get ahead of it. Get ahead of it. That's something that you can, you know, metals. I'm not suggesting this this is going to be a gold rush and you're going to become like this, you know, $4,000 an ounce. That's not what I'm, I'm not making promises. But you can look back at history and tell, and you can look at current movements of other nations that are, in fact, hedging their own currency with gold. (laughs) So if that doesn't tell you what the heck's going on, uh, I don't know what will. But in the meantime, MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. Share it with your loved ones if you really love them. And even your enemies, your frenemies, bless them. Remember, remember, forgiveness opens the doorways of heaven, pours you out a blessing so big you can't even contain it. So get ready. Forgive people, love people, and just be good. Be good to your neighbor beginning your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. 